morning, people of God. I'm Pastor Feminus Kendra of the Seed That Grows International Ministry. We're still on the series of prayer, but today we'll be talking in depthly about the word. I've explained um, very um, detail, in, in great details, um, the, the efficacy, the importance of, of prayer of the word in the place of prayer but i want to give us a little in-depth about how to do it how to push the word into action how to push it throughout generation how to make the word a reality from generation to generation because the the emphasis of the word is almost being lost in our time you could almost see it around the zeal for the word the passion of young people for the word i'm talking about the upcoming generation for the word you can see it how how low it is and how that um, the social systems of the world and the um, economic um, pressure from the world has actually um, immersed them has overcome them and they are more conscious of um, fulfilling the desires of the the demands of the systems of the world rather than, the, than, than being in synchrony with the will of God. Um, one of the solutions was given by God directly um, in scripture and we'll be going straight to it so that you will see what um, the Jews, the ancient Jews did, how they, they were able to push out and push through the will of God, the word of God transgenerationally. God gave them several instructions on how to convey the, the word with them. Um, with, um, precision and also with power he gave them techniques to convey the word and i'll be explaining some of these things we'll be looking in depth into the word let us see how the great teacher god um, shows us and guides us into how to pass out the word the 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 undiluted word generation to generation this is one of the biggest secrets to which um, the, the the ancient jews were able to preserve the torah that is the law it's one of the biggest secrets they were able to use to preserve the law i'll be explaining it to also that um, parents and, and young people youths you can learn to actually pass the word to your children you can learn to take the word to your children you can learn to model your children according to the image of the word so that at a very young age they are endowed and they are overcome and they are um, possessed of the word um, let's go to um, the book of Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 1 and, and God speaking said now these are the commandments the status and the judgments which the Lord your God commanded to teach you that ye might do them and in the land when ye go to possess that thou mayest fear the Lord thy God, to keep all his status and his commandment, which I command thee, thou and thy son, thy son's son, in the days, all the days of thy life, that thou mayest God what command you and your son and your son's son, that's transgenerationally, and thy days may be prolonged. He says, Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that I may be well, that it may be well with thee, that thou may increase mightily as the Lord God of thy fathers hath promised thee. 
in the land that floweth with milk and honey. So you see that for increase and for growth, for strength and for stature in God, it takes um, obedience, a, a willingness, a compliance with his will, with his status, with his commandments and his judgments. And God is about giving a command here. He said, Hear, O Israel, verse 4, said, The Lord our God is one God. Radabakaya. He said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one God. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. It takes intense passion to love God with the heart. I've explained severally you can love God in your mind, but you might not love him in your heart. Because the distance between your mind and your heart is a very is as far as the north and the south pole. But once your mind and your heart is in synchrony, when there is a passion, a burning desire, when there is a consuming or consummation of what your heart and your mind, you will produce the result of greatness and you'll be mighty in the land. He said, said, Hear, O Israel. The Lord our God is one God. Thou shalt, thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, and with all thy might. That's with zeal. You must be consumed by zeal. You must love God from your heart. You must love God from your mind. Let the calculations of your meditations, let the meditations of your heart and the meditations of your mind, let them be in synchronizing towards achieving what it was Total and um, what thought pattern, total consumed of, of, of what the, 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 the will of God or the desires of God. Radabaskapa. And he says in verse 6, he says, These words which I command thee this day shall be in thy heart. So the location where the world must dwell must first be in the heart. That's why scripture says the righteousness of righteousness of faith speaketh in this wise. It says the word is in your heart because the word must first start from your heart. Then the word will go to your mouth. In verse 7, he said, And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk to them when thou sittest in thy house. Are you seeing? So you should place the word as a discussion. See, how frequently you discuss about the word to your children will determine how well they would interact with the word when they grow. Because what are the stories that you, you discuss? What, what is the center of your discussion as a family? As a parent, what is the center of what your discussion with your children? It's very important for you to understand what I'm teaching today. What is the center of your discussion? Are you always discussing about the latest episodal release of a movie? What is the center of your discussion? Is it about the latest shoe or the latest car your neighbor has bought about, about the latest social trend in the social system? What is the center of your discussion? Kabantabalai. He said, But thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children. You shall talk to them when thou sittest in thy house. What is the center of your discussion in the house with your kids? He said, When thou walkest by the way, when you take them for a walk, what is the center of your discussion? Mandekabaya. What is the center of your discussion? Is it the gossip of what is happening latest in the street? Is it the gossip of what is happening latest in the church? What is the center of of your discussion with your children the center of your discussion with your children is over extreme
extreme importance. There is a culture that was given by the West, by 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 the by, by the by the Westland order by um, John Wesley. They, they, they brought out a system from that year generation. It's such a revival that brought about um, the, the 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 functioning of a morning prayer where families gather together and in the morning they pray. That system, that culture is almost lost in our generation because there was a generation that has failed to pass it down to their children. When I was growing up, I grew up inside a system where in the morning my dad would wake us up and he would gather us in the morning to prayer. So when once we hear my dad singing the morning hymn, we know it is time to come together to pray. That culture is almost being lost. We, I, I have been to some family that they just wake up and everybody just goes about whatever they are doing. I see the sons waking up saying, Daddy, good morning. Mommy, good morning, the daughter says. And everybody goes about their activities. There is not a central point where every one of them meet to fellowship in prayer. The essence, that culture is almost being lost. I'm speaking today because of a pressure. If you don't make the word a center, a unit that actually um, merges, is a, a point that actually is like a glue that binds the whole family. If it's not the word, the, 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 the family will fail in the conveying of God to the next generation. It is gradually being lost. It's a culture that is gradually being lost. The church is losing that culture. What is the center of the discussion of your parents within the home? What is the center of the discussion between brothers and sisters? What is your discussion when you are going on the road? I've, I've not gone. I'm not done. It says, um, Aratasna. Verse 7, he said that thou mayest teach them unto thy children, and thou shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thy house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou wert, when thou wert risest up. So you will see, you will talk of it when you are sitting, you must talk of it when you are lying down, you must talk of the word when you are standing. When you're sitting, when you're lying, when you're standing, the word must, you must be possessed of the word. Said then, and thou shalt bind them. And this is the strongest part to me. It says, and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thy hand. And they, they shall be what it has frontlets between thy eyes. It says the word, you should bind them like, like a sign in your hand. So that no matter what you do with your hands, there is a reminder of the word. The word is bound, you are bound, you are a slave of the word. The word binds your hand. There is something that you have used as a symbol, as a representation of what the word should be. That so no matter what you do, you must use your hands. So in the using of your hands, you are reminded daily and continuously of the word. It's like a covenant. The moment them, our fathers got to a certain place. They looked at it and called it Shiloh because there was a covenant that initiated that the name of that place being changed. So whenever they passed through and their generations passed through, as they looked upon that place, they remember that there was an interface that their father Jacob had. So it's like a, a binding that reminds. So it says bind it in your hand so that wherever you go, whatever you do, you see it as a reminder of your identity. Identity. You see it as a reminder of your covenant, of your what your word association with Yehushua Hamashiach. So bind them on your hands. 
bind them between your eyes let it be the center of your focus let it be the center of your focus you see there's, there's this thing that indians do they do this adornment and they put like um, with um with lead they put a particular black spot between their eyes let me tell you something that is very strange everybody that looks at you the first sight that captures them it is what is between your eyes let me tell you what to make you prosper in life is what people can see it's what you have put in your eyes will forge you in such a way that what people will see first when they come in contact with you will determine the level of association or, or what discussions they will have with you so it says bind it externally let be bounded between your eyes so that the first sight people have of you they see your culture they see what 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 you stand for what is your representation when you have gathered yourself in such a manner and you have preserved yourself in such a culture you will determine the kind of friends the kind of association you keep in future so when people come close to you they will know what is your representation they would identify you based on your culture so when we see that black spot between the eyes of people we know they are indians so when they see that spot between your eyes they will know this are yehushua hamashias so they will know that within you is a culture and you are a representation of a system in god that you carry a representation so they will be careful in your association and they will identify you by the culture of the world so what is the world doing within you have you kept the culture of the world have you kept it well what what are you going to leave for your children what are the parts what are the ancient parts that you have preserved by the washing of the water of the world what are the ancient parts you have preserved that your children will come in generations in the future and they will see so if you have not labored so much in the world what do you leave for your children so the, the culture of the morning prayers the culture of the world is being lost when i was growing up my dad taught us how to cram and memorize scripture from very small he would teach us um, the um, oh lord that god how excellent is that psalms he begins to teach us several psalms i can't count how many number of psalms i got to know of heart because of the culture my father did for us so many of us in our generations were brought up in that culture in the culture of cramming scripture were brought to and were when they even did setting biblical um, competition so that so as to push us and create what and um, um, systems to which we can have them um, competitions and we can be word possessed but those systems are failing today because we are failed to keep the ancient parts what will your children come back to what will your children see and run with is dependent on the parts you have proved you have what you have preserved the laid down by the elders things that jesus put down the things that the ancient jews established and they preserve the history of the torah so what, what have you lost it get it back go back and equip yourself because someday if your children miss the part it, it should it should not it should, it should not what point to you because how well have you brought them don't forget the scripture says children obey your parents in the lord for it is right i i pray they will not disobey you because you are not in the lord i pray that the lord will bring you up and put you to remembrance to be serious because of the generation you will give birth to to preserve the ancient parts that has been Left by left by what the old uh, the, the elders and has been committed to us. I pray that you preserve that part 
in the name of Jesus. I don't know whosoever is going to be listening to this message. Contend today so that your children will enter their rest. Contend today in the what in the place of prayer for your children to enjoy from your labor, so that you bring a children that are what are established, are thoroughly furnished in the world. Your children will be children of products of what a testimony of what grace that they will be established they will not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine because you have led what's the ancient part you have brought them through the ancient part the ancient part the culture of our religion the culture of our religion you have brought them up in that culture I pray for you in the name of Jesus as you come into this reality that the Lord would would waken you up and ignite again the passion for the quest of him that you will learn to contend for the generations ahead and the life of redemption and the life of grace will be manifest again in your hearts. I pray for you in the name of Jesus. Whatsoever platform you get to share this message, I please, um, I, I urge you to do so. Bless someone's life today. Let us preserve the Asian spark. Let's preserve what the Asian culture in the name of Jesus. God bless you. Have a lovely day ahead. Amen.